0: Hey everyone, today I want to tell you a little bit more about this crazy journey that I'm on. A little bit more about me, my careers, my failures, my other business, and really how I wound up where I am now, launching this collection and hopefully, fingers crossed, succeeding in creating something that I really once would only have considered a pipe dream, way too far out of reach to even do anything about it. And full disclosure, at some points on this roller coaster, which it has already proved to be. I still don't even think I really have digested the fact that I'm actually doing this. Anyway, here it goes. So who am I? Well, if I had to describe myself in one word, I would probably say designer because that is really my number one passion to design and create, and it's absolutely where I'm at my happiest. And that's not even to say fashion design, I mean, I would one day be extremely humbled to be called that because really when I say design up until this point in my career, my designing had little to do with fashion. So let me backtrack and I'll explain where I started and how it got me to where I am now. So I majored in graphic design at a small liberal arts school in Rhode Island, and I really didn't even know at that point if graphic design was something that I would be interested in, I took a class called design communications. I originally thought I was going to major in communications. And I, at that point, had loved design. I think I wanted to go to FIT at one point, but my parents really wanted me to go to, you know, get a real liberal arts education. Um, So I took this design communications class and it was essentially intro to graphic design. And I wound up loving it so much that I individualized my major around these classes. So I wound up graduating with a degree in marketing communications and graphic design. And I later went on to get a job in the production department at Macy's preparing packaging files for print and then moved up the ladder to assistant art director. And in 2011, I think it was, I decided that I was gonna leave my full-time job as an art director. I was designing advertising for Macy's brands like Bar 3, American Rag, um, Alfani, uh, Styling Co. And I was gonna start my own graphic design business. I'm sure a lot of you creative types out there can understand that staying in a job that's no longer creatively fulfilling can feel like hell. So I kind of decided to take matters into my own hands and I would come home from work and respond to hundreds of different graphic design gigs on Craigslist sites from here to Canada and basically pray for responses. And I have to thank Craigslist during that time because it really helped launch my business. One of my favorite clients that I still work with today, we always joke when somebody asks us how we met each other, we say that we met on Craigslist. Um, But basically, I was doing a logo here, an invitation there, and those side gigs turned into me working my corporate job from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. and then coming home to work on my other projects till all hours in the morning. Um, And I saved every cent I could from those small little freelance clients because I knew knew that if I did leave my full-time job, I was going to need it. And in March of 2011, I took the leap of faith. Um, I actually still remember very vividly the VP of advertising at Macy's saying to me when I told her that I was leaving, she looked at me and she was like, you're starting your own business in this economy. And I think about that still today, that her disbelief that I was doing that almost drove me to kind of prove her wrong and kind of prove everyone wrong who told me that I was crazy for doing this. So long story short, with those small freelance clients that I had on the side, I knew when I left Macy's, I could pay my rent For at least six months, if God forbid, I didn't get a single new client. Um, And I am so happy to say that I didn't have to dip into my savings once because I was really driven to find new clients and there was really no turning back. I felt like my creativity was on fire because no one was standing in my way. I didn't have a creative director or this ladder of people that I had to show work to. I was working directly with, you know, founders of new brands on logo design and, It just felt really creatively fulfilling. I was working with brands that I would have otherwise never had the opportunity to work with had I stayed in the corporate world. And I had the freedom to be creative, which was the most important thing, total win. So fast forward to 2015, I'm four years into the business, I'm busier than ever, but I'm getting that damn creative itch to do something on the side again, and I miss the fashion industry, and while I styled a bit here and there, I wasn't really working with fashion brands as often as I would like or would have liked, Um, so I decided that I would blog about fashion. And at the time it was 2015 and there were bloggers that have been doing this since 2008. And it was kind of even, I, I, it's not as hard as it is now to break into the blogging world, but it was, it was pretty hard. And, you know, a lot of people said to me, yeah, it's such a great idea, Diana, you and a hundred thousand other women, um, But nevertheless, I thought it was a good idea. So I started doing some of this on the side. I started blogging on Instagram. I developed a website. I felt like my creative juices were flowing again. I was connecting, I was styling, I was playing dress up. I was shooting, I was editing, I was writing. I was learning web code for the website. I was shopping for looks. I was taking courses on social media for business. I was trying to collaborate with brands and figure out the world of affiliate marketing. And I was running my graphic design business all at the same time. (laughs) Are you sensing a problem here? Because I was too. And that's when I had to just hit the big fat pause button. And I had to step back and take a look at what I was doing and figure out what now. So I want to tell you a little bit about the blogging days, because I really did have so much fun blogging, or at least trying to blog, aka going out of my mind. But there are reasons that I did it to begin with. And I've always had a lot to say from a fashion standpoint. I thought that blogging was maybe the perfect outlet to do so. I love fashion. I love vintage and thrift. I love a good bargain and finding treasure. I've always had friends and even strangers ask me where I get my clothes and accessories. And I kind of just wanted to share all of my ideas with the world. But blogging is so hard. And I have so much respect for the girls that are doing it so flawlessly because they make it look really easy. But trust me when I say at the end of the day, it's a business and any business requires time and hard work. So if I loved it so much, why did I quit? That's the big question. So aside from the obvious reasons time that I talked about already. The honest reason was I just wasn't loving it anymore. I have definitely a passion for fashion. That's for certain for fabrics, for textures, for design. But number one, I hated having my photo taken. And number two, I've actually come to hate shopping. I know. When I realized this, it was a total aha moment for me too. I wrote a whole blog post about it. Maybe I'll do a podcast um, version of it so you guys could hear it here. But the reality was that it all just began to feel excessive to me. And in this age of excess, I had this overwhelming desire just to have less. I spent way too much time shopping for looks. I actually dreaded walking into a store, and I was accumulating way too much stuff. I wanted less stuff. I wanted to design more, travel more, live more. Basically, I wanted to create more and have less. But going back to the Platinum Penny, it kind of became like a baby to me. It felt like it was my creative Project, and I put a lot of time and effort into it. And there are reasons why I spent so much time trying to make it different because I'm a designer by heart and by trade. And when I decided to start Platinum Penny, I almost couldn't not try to make it as creative as possible. I definitely have an affinity for a good old fashioned editorial spread, and there's nothing more beautiful to me than a highly stylized fashion photo. And I feel like in this age of street style, which I also love, I just wanted so badly to make something visually editorial for the photos not to be about me, but for it to be about the clothes. And it just didn't work. I feel like a lot of people today, when they're scrolling through Instagram, they want to feel an emotional connection with the person that is sharing um, these looks and fashion and I wasn't showing my face. I hated having my photo taken, like I said, and I just felt like I wasn't able to connect in the way that other bloggers really do so incredibly, Um, so it didn't work, and I thought it was a total failure. When you do something for so long and then you just quit, it totally feels like a failure. Stepping away from something that you put a lot of time into is kind of like abandoning that baby. And I wanted to be able to have my toes in all palms, if that's even a saying. And when I realized that I just couldn't do it all, coupled with the reality that it was no longer making me happy, I was really hard on myself. And accepting that failure took a minute. I really did feel like this was a second business that I wanted to start, and I just wasn't good enough to make it happen. But then I got a grip and I said, you know what? Failure's okay. I'm going to embrace this and I'm just going to let it lead me to my next adventure because I think that there's a reason I spent so much time doing this. There's a reason I was so passionate about it and getting back into fashion, and I was gonna figure out why. The good news is that I now know for certain that it was a stepping stone to something better because it was a stepping stone to classic six. It brought me to the place that I'm at now. That year, I did a lot of soul searching. I focused on my graphic design business. I traveled, I got married. I spent a lot of time with my friends and family, and I hit the pause button, and it really allowed me to regroup and decide what was next. And the next thing was piecing together my pipe dream. So, what was that pipe dream? I'm sure a lot of you guys know by now that that pipe dream is what I am calling Classic Six. But let me take you back a little bit. If you asked my mom what I was like growing up, she would probably tell you that I've had the fashion bug since I was around four years old. I wouldn't sleep at night thinking about what I was going to wear to school. And I always wished that I was older so I could go to work and get dressed up. There are so many instances. Maybe I'll even have her on here to do a podcast and we could ask her all these questions. One of my earliest memories, one of the ones that stick in my head, is my sixth grade graduation. I couldn't fathom wearing anything but that pink dress that baby wore at the end of Dirty Dancing, so I begged my mom to make it for me. More often than not, my visions for these different looks that I lost sleep over were impossible to find, so I would dream them up and my endlessly talented mom would make them for me. I guess it's always been a suppressed passion of mine that would come and go whenever I couldn't find exactly what I wanted in a store, kind of like a seed in the back of my mind that needed water, but always seemed far too out of reach to do anything about. That is until last year, the year that I designed my wedding gown. And my mom, once again, obliged my request and she made it for me. It was such a special time and now that I look back and think of it it was it was a really great time for my mom and I to come together and make a creative vision a reality. We had 15 yards of French silk that we bought, 35 yards of ostrich feathers that I remember I went to this random a warehouse and the garment district and walked out with 35 yards of ostrich feathers and a garbage bag, but really months of tireless work and stress tears out of an episode of Project Runway. My incredible mom once again made my vision a reality. After my wedding, I took a real hard look at how happy it made me to have that experience and how rewarding it was to be a part of you know, such an important and really exhilarating design process to see this creative vision that I had in my head come to life. So that small seed in the back of my mind really started to grow more than ever before and so much so that I was Forced to ask myself why I wasn't doing something about it. Why am I not trying every possible way to bridge this gap between my passion for fashion and my love for design? Why is it always just a seed of an idea? What am I waiting for? Yeah, it's a crazy new world that I would need to learn a lot about. Yes, I would have to use every drop of my savings to do it. And I would 100% encounter major challenges and major failures. So I kind of had this battle with myself about should I or shouldn't I, and then I realized that I could let all those excuses and fears stand in my way like I have so many times before, or I could make the conscious decision to put them aside and make this seed into a plant, to make this vision a reality. And I'm going to be honest and say that it's all super scary, but also exhilarating at the same time. I've never done this before, so it's definitely a learning process for me dealing with suppliers and manufacturers and fulfillment centers, but there's one thing that I could absolutely guarantee, and that is that I am not stopping until this collection is perfect for you. The designs are exactly what you wish you had in your closet. The quality is impeccable, because that's very important to me, and really that these pieces are something that you're going to want to wear for years to come. So you could at the very least quote me on that. I hope you guys follow along. There is another podcast called What is Classic Sick? So maybe this one compels you to check that one out. Thanks so much to everyone who's taking the time to listen to these little podcasts that I'm creating about the process. I'm really excited to keep sharing because there's a lot that's going down in the next few months, and I really think that this is a fun way to connect. I hope you will keep listening, stay tuned for more, and thanks so much again.